Okay, just to continue a little bit where we left off yesterday about the, the conflict between Yosef and his brothers. And it appears, and I think Rev. Favelson points this out also, that there's a, there's a backstory. There's a, yeah, there's a backstory. There's a un, there's a, yeah, there's an unrevealed um, conflict that the conflict between the Yosef and his brothers is uh, built on. And it's a, really a continuation of... You see in our parsha, the parsha says, and, Yo- and Yaakov Avinu loved Yosef more than all of his sons. And the Pasuk explains why. Because uh, he was his youngest child, or he was his smartest child. Uh, and it seems interesting that that would be the reason. A, because we always know that the, the baby in the family is more spoiled, gets, more, gets a different treatment. That happens everywhere. We never found such animosity between siblings based on preferential treatment to the baby in the family. It, it's, you know, it's not, it doesn't happen to that extreme. So he loves him because he's a Ben Skunim and that's it, they, they lose it. It doesn't make sense. Another idea, another question that you could ask is, is that really why Yaakov Avinu loved Yosef more? There's a much more plausible explanation for why Yaakov Avinu loved Yosef more, and that's because he was born to Rachel. Well, that's the woman he intended to marry all along, and she was going to be his main wife. She was going to be his only wife, actually. He ended up with with Leah and with the Shvachos, but that wasn't the plan. So it makes sense that he would relate to Yosef differently, being that he was the son of his main wife. But that doesn't appear in the Chumash. The Chumash seems to ignore it. The Chumash kind of hides it. And it could be that Yaakov Avinu also ignored it, or he didn't express it that way, uh, even though that was truly, the, the maybe, very likely that was the true reason. You see that the, the, this undertow in the home of Yaakov Avinu, prior to the conflict between Yosef and his brothers, was a constant struggle around this issue of, does Yaakov have one main wife and he also has other wives, or does he have several equal wives? And it seems that Yaakov Avinu did everything in his power to make it seem like he had several equal wives, uh, <clears throat> just for the sake of keeping everything together, but uh, it was impossible because that wasn't the. It was impossible to, for it not to come out because just that wasn't the facts. You see, from the beginning, Yaakov Avinu tries to marry Rachel. He ends up with Leah, and and then it says. Uh, Right after he marries both of them, the Pasuk says, Vayehav gamis Rachel mileo. He loved uh, Rachel more than Leah. Was that explicit or, or was it hidden? It's not clear if he expressed that explicitly or not. But one thing is for sure, that Leah knew about it. We, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem that Yaakov Avinu would have expressed it explicitly, but regardless of whether he did or didn't, Leah felt it. As the Pasuk says, Leah felt 
that Yaakov Avinu had a different relationship with Rachel, and she felt uh, not loved as much. Uh, and I guess when people feel that they aren't loved to the degree possible, they experience it as a level of hatred. Some people say it's in God. Right? But that's, uh, so that's the beginning of the, the, the conflict between Rachel and Leah uh, as it relates to who's the main wife. It continues throughout when Reuven goes out and he brings the Dudaim and Rachel and Leah have an exchange of words and Leah says to Rachel, is it not enough that you took my husband, you also want my Dudaim, the Dudaim from my son? So it's clear that there was a, that this was a point of contention. And he's, he's accusing her of taking her husband. It seems that this clearly was a point of contention. Another place where it comes up is when 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 Rachel dies, right. When Rachel dies, Rachel dies, and Yaakov Avinu moves his bed to the tent of Bilha, who was the maidservant of Rachel, by which way he was expressing his continued commitment and connection to Rachel. And Reuven is upset about it, and he moves Yaakov Avinu's bed to the tent of Leah, his mother, he says that it doesn't make sense that Yaakov Avinu should be by the maidservants who weren't the primary wives, definitely not relative to Leah, his mother, who was a primary wife. Again, this conflict continues. We don't see so much evidence of Yaakov Avinu taking a side or, or actually expressing his, his position that Rachel is the primary wife. I think we see it in two places. One is by this incident, by the, by the incident when Rachel dies, he puts the bed by Bilha, which is an indication that, she, that the Rachel was the primary wife. And there's another place when it comes out very explicitly, when the brothers want to take uh, Binyamin down to Mitzrayim, so Yaakov Avinu says, he says to his, all of his children, says, you know that my wife gave birth to two children, Yosef and Binyamin. So now Rachel is suddenly my wife. So he's very clear that Rachel is the primary wife. And it's possible that had Yaakov Avinu expressed this clearly from the beginning, it would solve the animosity between the brothers, because there wouldn't be an expectation. It would have been clear all along that Yaakov Avinu relates to Yosef differently because Rachel is the primary wife, and they would have, they, they would have accepted it better had they heard it from Yaakov explicitly. But... I think the fact that it was hidden created 
and the right, unclarity on this point, which would cause them to expect to be equal, and then when they realized that they weren't, they, uh, it, it upset them more than it would have had they known from the get-go that that's the case. It's uh, possible. That the wives were equal. Yes. Had they known that they, that they had expect, an expectation that the wives were equal, which is, I believe, what Yaakov had expressed to them throughout, uh, at least what he made it appear to be, they're equal, and had they ex- understood... They compete, huh? Yeah. Right. That, that created a conflict. I mean, he didn't plan it. To, it happened that way, but he didn't plan it. So had the brothers not gotten the impression that the wives were equal and therefore had the expectation for all of the children to be equal, um, perhaps it would end differently. But since they expected to be equal, but experienced that they weren't, that created the major conflict. And that explains why there was so much animosity and, and, and um, jealousy uh, among the uh, from the brothers, because it wasn't just about oh he's the baby and he's getting preferential treatment. This was about a much more fundamental point. Perhaps I think that's how Revival's in uh, explains the origins of the conflict. And Reverend will continue more. I think he takes it all the way back to the distinction between Eitz Adas and Eitz Achaim. So what brought them to that point? Was it when they saw the bed It was all the way back, from the beginning, from the inception of the marriage, where Yaakov Avinu is supposed to marry Rachel, he intends to marry Rachel, and Lavan deceives him and marries him to Leah, which he never had, he had never intended to marry. And then he ends up marrying Rachel as well. So from that point, there is a situation, because he really wanted to marry Rachel, and now he's married to Rachel and to her sister. And uh, they have that situation because he really wanted to be married to one, and one is uh, Bedi Evan. Oh. So when he married Leah, when he married Rachel, what happened to Leah? So he first, he, he, was, he intended to marry Rachel, but Lavan that... married him to Leah, right. and then. Seven okay, days later, he married Rachel. So now, what happens to Leah? He didn't. He didn't send her away. That that's what happened. He didn't divorce Leah and marry Rachel. He ended up marrying, being married to both. Yes, yeah, both. Right, and that created the, the difficult situation for the children and for him, and for the sisters, for everyone. But now you have a person married to two women. He really just wanted to be married to one of them. There had to be a reason for that. To what happened? Yeah, Hashem had that. That was the, that was the, it was going to happen. That was the plan that Hashem yeah, had. Just out of the sky. No, of course it was. But I, we were just trying to understand the dynamics of what happens when that's the reality. I mean, Abraham was married to to Sarah, yeah. and to, and, but but over there it was clear what the dynamic was because Sarah was 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 the mistress. She, she was the wife, and she owned well, a slave called Hagar. Right. Right, but Hagar was a slave. It was always clear that Hagar wasn't a wife to Avram in the way that Sarah uh, that that uh, that, uh, that Sarah was. Hagar was clearly uh, secondary. And even then, though, there were. And even then, there was right, there was some there was some uh, strength. You always had a 
right? Yeah, all the more so over here when it was much closer. Is it ever discussed why? Why it had to happen why this way? Between Leah and Rachel? Yeah. yeah. It's clear that Laban intended to do it. Yeah, but the question I intended. Of the father, the idea was in. Right, Lovin planned it. Lovin planned it because uh, that was was she, was she older? Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, it does. Part so of his. Why she Right, why did Rachel go along with it? Right. Ain't Brera. Right. But uh, yeah, there, it, I think it all. T- it all traces back to, the, according to Rafael's and Teitz Achaim and Teitz Adas, and what they represent and what people represent these uh, forces in the world. And uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, that's all. <laughs>